Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. All right, friends. Well, thanks so much for joining us again this week on the Switch Leader Podcast. My name is Josh Baldwin, and today I'm hanging out with the Casey Holloway, one of our youth pastors at Life Church. Oh. Casey, thanks for hanging out with us today. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to have a conversation and equip some leaders. Awesome, man. Well, hey, will you do me a favor and take just a second, share with us what campus you are the youth pastor at and share with us a little bit about maybe like your timeline with Life Church and anything that would be good for us to know about your family. Yeah, so I am our youth pastor at our Fort Worth location down in Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas. And so yes. we we also believe that in Fort Worth. And so maybe that's the accent coming out of me too. I've been in Fort Worth for about three years now. I started my life church journey actually as an intern a little about four and a half years ago at our Mustang location. Um, intern there with an associate there. And about three years ago, moved down to Fort Worth to, to be the youth pastor here. And Recently, just celebrated one year anniversary with my wife, and so that was a couple weeks ago. All right, congratulations! Um, so freshly married, and literally just yesterday, we actually bought our first house together, and so we're super excited to get moved in and start that process. I love it, man. I was guys. I was just telling Casey that buying a house is equally as exciting as it is stressful. So, those of you who, who have bought a house know what I'm talking about. Yeah, we feel that every bit of the way, <laughs> and so, but we're just blessed that God has just continued to bless us, and so. That's awesome. Well, excited for you there. That's some. That's a fun season and hope everything goes smoothly uh, with that process. So what, what we want to do is we're going to take just a minute. We're going to give a shout out to one of our leaders and Casey actually has a leader that he's going to give a shout out to right now. So Casey, we'd love to hear who it is. Yeah. So um, the leader I'm like giving a huge shout out for really makes our host team possible at Fort Worth. Um, and so we are like the unique, maybe a unique campus that we do a cereal bar every single week. So every single week, our students have cereal to eat and snack on. Um, and the person that sets that up is Miss Vicky. She is one of our rock star leaders. She has been so committed to making sure that happens every single week. But not only that, Vicky has recruited two um, brand new leaders to serve alongside her, not my doing or not um, anyone's doing, just she was like, I need help. So I'm going to recruit some leaders to help me on Wednesday night. And she Come has on, done Vicky. that and brought on so many leaders. And now every single week, our students are able to have cereal, water, coffee, all that because of her. And my team, me, uh, my associate, we're not involved in that at all. It just happens because of, of Miss Vicky. And so, yeah, that's who my huge shout out is for, for this leader podcast. I love it, Vicky. That's so awesome. And something that First of all, I just, I just feel like you guys are Fort Worth is setting the bar right now. You have a Come cereal on. bar Come for on. students, not just like every now and then, but nope. every, every week, every Wednesday. So everyone listening, if right now you're thinking, why don't we have a cereal bar every week? Hey, just do us a favor. <laughs> Don't come to all of us youth pastors and go, hey, man, when are we getting our cereal bar? Just yep. just know that what this means is that Casey Holloway is better than the rest of us. <laughs> it's, it's really that simple. It's not there's really nothing else to think. It's just he's better than us and we've yeah. all accepted it. <laughs> and so just move on from the cereal bar. Yeah. Also, Vicky, I want to say this. We don't have a youth ministry, of course, without leaders. And when we have leaders that are so bought in that they're going, hey, I, I need other people to be a part of this with me. That's how we grow a youth ministry. Come on. And that's how we grow our influence. And we don't, we don't really grow a youth ministry by standing on stage on the weekend and trying and promoting and being like, hey, if you want to serve and switch, like that's, that's important. That's an aspect of what we do. But the yep. way we really do it 
is by leaders who are so passionate and bought in that they're creating an environment that other people want to be a part of. And then they mm -hmm. find people and say, hey, you don't want to miss this. Come on. And they get them to be a part of it. So Vicki, thank you so much for your buy-in and, and your vision for our youth ministry. And I hope everybody else listening hears something and you, and maybe you realize now for the first time, Hey, that's, that's something I can be doing. Like I've mm -hmm. got, I've got friends, I've got people in my life that should absolutely be influencers in this thing. And, and not only would it be a blessing to our students, it'd be a blessing to them. And I want to encourage you to invite them to be a part of it. We're wrapping up a semester or a school year right now, but guys, the next school year is going to be here before you can Come blink. On. I promise it'll be fast. And we need to get more people on board to do Come it with on. us. So Vicki, you're awesome. Um, the thing that we're trying to do is get someone a new car. So <laughs> someone give Vicki a car. All right. Come on. I've said it for enough weeks in a row now. So our shout out person needs a new car. Come just on. Give, give them a car. Maybe, you know what? A nice used car would even be great. I'm just thinking, and, and I'd really like for it to be a used Tesla. No. Okay. That's, I'm just, we don't actually have to get Vicky a car unless you want to then feel free. So, Hey, so we're going to, we're going to get into our topic for today and what we're going to be talking about. We've, we've, we've kind of tried to set you guys up for what we're doing for where we're at the season we're in, which is summer over the last couple of weeks. And so we're going to try to continue to do that. We know that partnering with parents is important and we know that that's, we know that's a really important aspect of what we do and we want for students to be as equipped as they can be, but we also want parents to be as equipped as they can be. And so we want, we want our leaders to be partnering with parents as we're influencing a student and hopefully their entire family. But sometimes that can be something that we hear and we're like, well, I know that's important, but how practical is it? It can be really challenging. And so this week, Casey is going to take some time and talk to us about, of course, the importance of partnering with parents, but also the practicality of how we can get it done. So Casey, um, I'm going to let you take it from here and looking forward to hear some of the wisdom that you're going to share with us. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, it's one of the most, if not the most important thing that we do as leaders is partnering with parents. But I think we've heard this many times from our youth pastor, maybe in orientation or in huddle. And so I think we have to really understand the why before we can get into the how. Like, why do we need to partner with parents? And I think there's a couple of numbers that I'm going to throw at you. I'm a numbers guy. And so I think there's 168 hours in a week. We get our students for two hours, but we really only get them in small group for 30 minutes. And so the rest of the time they're with their parents for the majority of that time. And so right there, it's like, obviously important. Okay, we have to be partnering with parents. But to even go deeper into the number pit, there are an average, depending on the year, about 39 switches in a year. And so if a student starts in sixth grade and goes all the way to 12th grade without ever missing a switch, which would be insane, but if that is to happen, you would have about 230-ish switch experiences with your student. And again, we get them for 30 minutes in small group time. And so really you get about 117 hours with your student from sixth through 12th grade at a switch experience. And that, when you put it into perspective, is not that long. For six years of a student's life, we only get them for 117. They get that in about 10 days with their parents. And so we know in order to make an impact in our students' lives, like we have to, have to, have to be partnering with them in order to make an impact, not just in our students' lives, but hopefully in our parents' lives also. And so I think there's some easy, practical ways that we can do that. The first, if you're a switch leader and you don't, 
if you don't already know the parents, that's step one, right? Like introduce yourself to the parents, walk them out to the, watch, walk your student out to the car, introduce yourself, say, hey, I'm Casey, I'm your uh, son's switch leader, and just start that way. Another easy way is a call or a text. Text messages are always less threatening, um, like our society feels. And so maybe it's just getting all your students' numbers or parents' numbers and shooting them a text after switch, just linking them into what is going on. And so my challenge for you listening as a leader is if you don't already have your your parents' phone numbers, your students' parents' numbers, don't go another switch without getting it. And start a group chat. You don't even have to start a group chat, but just text them every single Wednesday night or Thursday morning and say, hey, this is what we talked about in switch. Little Johnny asked some really good questions in switch. And so I just want to thank you guys so much for bringing him here. And if you have any questions, I'm here to partner with you. And so that's like the first easy practical step is to introduce yourself. The next is to be a resource for them. And so be a resource. And so they know that you're going to pour into them every single Wednesday, but they want to know that you care about them also and and their parenting style. We're not here to correct any parenting things or try to parent their students. We're here to walk alongside them because we know it takes a village to raise a, a kid in a biblical church. It takes a village for everybody to come alongside and help help raise that kid. And so we want our parents to know, hey, we're here to help you, whether that's in prayer, whether that's resources like Axis Parent Guides, like we are here to help you in whatever we can. And so introduce yourself, be a resource to them. And then the last one is pretty simple. And it's my favorite one is show up. Just show up in your students' lives. Um, They know you're going to be there every single Wednesday, but showing up outside of those Wednesdays are when you get giant wins in parents' life, whether it's sporting events or recitals or shooting them a text uh, because they have a big final coming up. Those are like wins that parents say, okay, this leader cares about little Johnny outside of Wednesday night. They care about him the Monday when they have a big test or the Friday night lights. And that's a cool, easy way and maybe a unintimidating way when you're sitting beside them at a football game on a Friday night. That's a lot easier to have a conversation with a parent than walking out to their car on a Wednesday night and saying, hey, I'm um, Casey and I'm their switch group leader. And so, yeah, I think the three easy steps are to introduce yourself, to be a resource, and then to show up. That's really, really good. I like that a lot. I'm hoping that there's a leader listening that that actually calls one of the students in their group, Little Johnny. Come like, on. That would be, that would be really great. <laughs> little Johnny like, and Little Susie. Man, they're going to like specifically for them. Hey, so so that's really good. I love, I, I love the you know, the practical ideas that you give there. Getting a little bit more specific, we're mm-hmm. about to go into summer. Well, no, I take that back. We're in summer, mm-hmm. but we're about to go into a six-week break where we don't have switch in real life. And so yep. we're actually used to that break being much longer, of course, and we've we've cut it down where it's just six weeks, which I love, and I think it gives us an opportunity for students who really want to be here to continue t- to come to church and be in the building and, mm-hmm. and set up opportunities for them to keep connecting more than than we've done in the past but we're still going to have this break in july and it's going to be like the last week of june the whole month of july and then the first week of august that there's mm-hmm. not switch in real life with students and so during that time is there anything more specific that you'd say hey here's some ways that you could win in the summer months where there is no switch in real life that might even make it feel more personal given mm-hmm. the fact that there's not switch in real life. Like it might right. make a parent be like, okay, this person's really going the extra mile to make sure that my kid understands 
I'm not just in your life because of Switch. Switch Mm -hmm. is the reason I got to know you, but now I'm in your life because I'm on your team and I care about you. So is there any, you know, anything more specific that you might share with leaders on that? Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, the summer months are always going to be a little bit more challenging because one, um, students have more free time than they had all year. And so all that to say a cheat code that I'm going to share with you guys and all of our leaders, and it's what I tell our leaders to do all the time. Um, and like the easiest way to partner with parents, in my opinion, most of our students are between ages of 12 to 18. That kind of falls into our student range, which means that their parents are probably probably early millennials, born in the early 80s, mid 80s. And what do like early millennials love more than anything. What social media platform do do uh, they love more than anything? Facebook, right? Facebook, all uh-huh. these parents love Facebook. And so I tell my <laughs> leaders all the time, if you are not friends with your students' parents on Facebook, it's a miss because Karen yeah. is going to always post about what's going on in her life and her kid's life because she loves to brag about her kids. And it's like an easy win right there because one, you're gonna get inside on your kid's life what's going on in their life. Two, it's an easy way to partner with them because if little Johnny has a football game on Saturday and you're not able to go, Karen's gonna post about it on Facebook. And then come Sunday, you can text Karen and say, hey, I know little Johnny had a a big football game yesterday. How'd it go? And right there, that mom or that parent is gonna feel instantly cared for that you went out of their way or that you even knew that they had a, a football game. And it's all because you're just friends with them on Facebook. And and so I always tell my leaders, man, get into Facebook. Even if you don't have it, find a way to get some somehow access because they love, love, love. My mom posts about me and I'm 27 all the freaking time. And I'm like, chill, mom. And so that's what parents are doing with their with their teenagers too. I mean, it's just such an easy window to see what's happening in our students' lives through their parents' point of view. I, I love how simple that is. And mm-hmm. so, that, I mean, truly, most people listening have a Facebook and yep. obviously not everybody does, but 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 I think most do. And it it is a really, really simple step mm-hmm. for us to go, hey, you're right, what you're saying about parents. First of all, is, in this scenario, is Karen a Karen or is her <laughs> now, name just Karen? Her, her name just Karen. Okay, and fair. So She's a all loving, right. good She's parent. a very lovely person. Okay, yes. good. So I'm glad to hear that. So so what what I love though is how simple this is. I I mean I have kids. I've got I've got my oldest kid's ten, and I also love to brag about my kids, right? Yep. And so Come those on. are the things that as a parent we love to do. I'm sure there's a lot of parents listening. If uh, we also probably have a lot of college students listening, and mm-hmm. if so, you're not far from high school, and you know what right. we're talking about that your parents yep. love to brag on you, and you know we love our kids, and so. Another thing that's really, I think is really, really important is for us to understand that parents love to hear when other people are bragging on their kids. Come on. And so, so yep. man, if you're their small group leader and you see an opportunity to share a win, like if a kid does something that you're like, man, that was really significant. That was a really mm-hmm. uh, mature thing to, for them to do, or that was a significant step in their faith walk. Do not keep that to yourself. Anytime oh. there's a win, anytime a kid does something that you're like, man, that was, I'm really proud of them. Man, it would be such a big miss if you didn't call or text that parent and say, hey, I just got to tell you, this is what your kid did. Come on. And I just think they're awesome. They want to hear that. And not only that, they will, if you do that, when it comes time that where a kid is going, I don't know if I want to go to Switch. 
I mm. promise you that that parent is going, no, no, bro, you're going to switch <laughs> because, yep. because I know that you've got this influence in your life that is yep. on my team and helping yep. raise you. And so you're going to stay around them because yep. I want for you to continue to make the right decisions and keep doing the next right thing. And I think mm -hmm. that they're going to help you do that. Come on. And so I think it's important that we make sure that we do that really well. Casey, is there anything else uh, as you're thinking, whether it be on this topic or just mm -hmm. anything that you want to share with our leaders as we wrap up? Is there anything else you'd like to share? Yeah, no, I would just say this on the topic of connecting with parents. We know that some of our students' parents don't necessarily care to be connected. They don't care that their right. kids are going to switch or that they don't want you involved whatsoever. And I would just always just say, man, I promise you, continue to show them the love of Jesus, continue to show up, continue to pour into them. And you're not making only a difference in that student's life, but you're going to be making a difference in that parent's life. So even though you're not getting a text back or even though um, they're just ignoring you or they don't care to meet you, continue to show up because I promise you God is going to start to tear down walls in that parent's life. So that would be my advice is just continue to, to push and to show up and you're going to make an impact in their life. And so... Absolutely. Be consistent, be yep. persistent. Don't give up. Keep on connecting with them. Eventually the wall's going to come down. Come on. So, Hey guys, we appreciate you joining us so much. We appreciate that it's summertime and you are still tuned in and you are still connected to, to switch and you are still connected to your students and you're still going, how do I get better so that I can connect better with my students so that I can make more of an impact on the kingdom of God we know that while we love being youth pastors, we love what we do, we know that there is absolutely no way on earth that we do this without you. And so thank you so much for being a part of it, a significant part of it, and, and leading within this ministry. And as always, thank you all so much for joining us on the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow.